We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and I hope you have power. The lights are on, or if not, they will be shortly. Remember, the guys and gals out there working on the lines are just doing their job, so be nice to them. Couldn't really tape a new show this week, so I'm going to run back a segment that Ray and Joe did earlier. They talked with Kristen Casado. She's with the Alzheimer's Association of Connecticut. We've done the Alzheimer's interviews in the walks. I'm a supporter of Alzheimer's research and what the Alzheimer's Association does. So they talked to her, so I'm going to rerun that. There's some great information. They are still doing the walks this season, just a little bit different. So Ray and Joe talked to her. We're going to rerun that. I just want to let everyone know that I'm hoping you're safe. Your lights come back on shortly. And remember, like I said, be nice to the people working on the lines. They're just trying to do their job. Now here's Ray and Joe with Kristen Casado of the Alzheimer's Association of Connecticut. All right, now to bring a touch of sanity to the proceedings. <laughs> That'd be good. Which shows you how far off the scale we have when she's wow. doing that. It's our friend Kristen <laughs> Casado, Director of Communications, Alzheimer's Association. Connecticut chapter. Hi, girl. We're counting on you to bring this back on the tracks here. Yeah, come on. You guys are giving me a lot of credit for a Monday morning. Rerail us, please. Well, that's because because we're off the tracks and we're only two and a half hours in to the week. Well, good for you guys. That might be a record. Congrats. Exactly. It's a long week. You know what? It might be, or at least tie one. Um, (laughs) Alzheimer's Association obviously has not stopped working during the pandemic, and we've talked a couple of times, Chris, about the difficulties that that the, the, the pandemic and the inability to go see loved ones has, has brought on. What have you heard from your caregivers, from, from people who, who have their parents have Alzheimer's, about the effect that the pandemic is having? Oh, my gosh, it's so strong. I mean, everything from, you know, it's so hard for people not to, to be able to see their loved ones. So we're trying to come up with some creative ways, right? You know, do the FaceTime um, you know, if you can handle being outside the window, but sometimes that's confusing for them as well. Why can't you come in? Why do you have a mask on? You know, um, different things, sending them notes, um, phone calls, FaceTimes, and now, you know, how to safely visit again once people start up being allowed to visit, um, how to just really make sure they have a, a loving and, and caring experience, Um also, when you're taking care of somebody at home, you know, do you need some creative ideas in this time of social isolation? How do you keep them socially engaged? How do you keep them busy, right? Because you're not going to be able to gather in large groups. So 
there's a lot, but, you know, and, and thank you guys for always allowing us to say that, you know, we have a helpline that anyone could call at any time. We have support groups and classes online. Everything's switched to virtual. So we are pleased to still be able to serve people. And the good thing is you don't have to drive, right? You can just do it from the comfort of your own home. Well, I was thinking about one of the things that we've talked about before with you guys. And I think maybe as the outbreak, this thing started to happen. And, okay, we've got to put on masks. You know, if you're somebody who's having problems with Alzheimer's or uh, any any type of, you know, mental disability, so to speak, um, you know, getting them to wear a mask, I'd wonder why the heck I'm having to do it. Of course, right. And that's kind of it. That's, that's the challenge. Then you're trying to explain somebody something to somebody who has a processing disease who's having a hard time understanding. So it's a lot going on. But I wanted to share with you guys, we had a huge research conference last week. Yes, tell really us what you... really exciting stuff came out. Yeah, really, tell us what went really on. exciting. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys are flu shot guys or pneumonia shot guys. I'm not sure how you feel about that. But um, some real interesting research came out. They took a look at about 9,000 people and found that just one dose of the flu vaccine could actually reduce your risk of getting dementia. Really? And then if you got more, you know, one over several years, right, one a year, it would it would reduce your risk even more. And then a similar study came out about the pneumonia vaccine. Now you ask, what does that mean? What does well, that mean? I think I think what it what it probably means is that it's very possible that those folks who are, you know, getting their flu shots, their recommended flu shots per their doctor are taking better care of their health. So it could be that, or it could be, you know, that the option of vaccines should be discussed with your doctor, you know, for a flu vaccine or a pneumonia vaccine. So that was kind of exciting. And even more exciting is getting closer to a blood test to determine if you have the disease. How about that? Wow. How, how, how far away are we now? They say a couple of years, but who knows what a couple of years is, right? But we're closer anyway, which is exciting. Right. So right now... The only way, so years ago, the only way we could know for sure is an autopsy, right? When you actually could look at the brain and you could see the brain changes, you could see the buildup of what we call plaques and tangles, right? Now you can determine those changes and see them in a live brain in a PET scan. PET scan, super expensive, not easily accessible, or a lumbar puncture. Good morning, everyone, while you're having your coffee. I'm sorry. <laughs> something, something like that, right? So now we're talking about what's less invasive, what is going to be cheaper and easier and easily accessible to people, and they're getting closer to be able to imagine going into a doctor's office, having a blood test, and they can see those changes. They can see those proteins in your brain potentially 20 years before any brain and symptom changes occur. So what what does that mean? That means that... Yeah, you could have these changes in your brain. So now you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm at an increased risk. I'm going to do those lifestyle changes, which I've talked about on your show before, right? to try to knock down this risk. So very exciting stuff came out of this conference. And I know, which is funny because I was not a science geek at all in high school. I think I barely passed chemistry, right? But I'm so interested in the research that's happening because it really affects lives, you know? Kristen, how much of Alzheimer's or any dementia, how much of it is genetic and might be able to, you know, be determined by a profile of some sort? Or, you know, or is it just something that develops? You know, how does this develop? Is it genetic in a sense? 
very, very small percentage. Good question, right? Very, very small percent. Less than 5% is actually genetic. So does it mean that it's some of the environmental factors and the factors that you, what you're doing in your life? Also, people who have a direct connection, right? My mother had dementia. So I'm already at an increased risk. So that raises my risk. What other things? Diabetes. New studies out about, about obesity. Listen to this, about high BMI in your teens and 20s. How that, way back in the day, mm. could potentially work on, you know, in, increase your risk. Smoking, of course, you know. Um, it, you know, increased alcohol use, uh, which I believe is more than 21 drinks a week, according to one study. So it's not like two so we're looking at that. These things are all things that you know still need to continue with research. But, you know, new studies out about air pollution, right? Living in an area where 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 it's really the the air quality is really really poor. And then there's other things about so you go take that test, that 23 and me, which I know you're talking about those kind of tests. Will that right. tell you? New studies are coming out showing that they are different for other populations. For Latino populations, results are different. So there's a lot to look at, and that's why this, this re- research conference is so exciting because normally the about 6,000 folks get together. It's, an, it's a global conference, but because right. we went virtual, like everything else, 32,000 people tuned in. And so speaking, it was, yeah. Speaking of virtual, I just want to get to this because we're running out of time a little bit here with Kristen Casado, who we could spend the whole hour with. Well, we could spend the whole, whole day with her, but... That might involve alcohol and things. Um, the walk to end Alzheimer's. Um, everybody can walk, and they can do it in their neighborhoods this year. Yes, we are walking everywhere. Thank you. We're walking everywhere this year in the fall. You're walking in your neighborhoods. We can't gather big groups in the park. So we encourage you to walk with your friends and your family and your team, socially distant, safe, all that, in your neighborhoods. And there are three dates, if I could throw those out. The 26th of September is for Eastern Connecticut, New Haven area, Enfield area. The 4th of October is for Central and Northwestern, and the 11th is for Hartford and Fairfield County. So if you just come to our website, alz.org slash ct, you can learn about how we'd love you to join us. It's going to be everywhere because the mission is the same, and that money that we raise, a lot of it goes to research. So it all ties together, folks. And apparently that research is paying off to a degree. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy morning to join us. I know this is a little oh earlier than you normally wake up, but we appreciate that. So. <laughs> Thank you for it's earlier than we wake up. <laughs> well, you're right. Some people would say we never wake up. Well, Chris, stay true. safe. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Our friend Kristen Casado, her and Christy Coville do such an amazing job with the Alzheimer's Association. Well, thanks for listening. That was Joe and Ray talking to Kristen Casado of the Alzheimer's Association of Connecticut. I hope everyone is safe. Your lights are on, or if they're not, they'll be on shortly. Because remember, great things happen at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.